Uh, we're in uh, my dining room, enjoying uh, what is now our third week in a row of a fine mall deck. Absolutely, I appreciate it. It goes, it goes a long way. Sure. sure. Well, no, it doesn't go a long way when you spill the shit all over. The place. <laughs> hey guys, I'm Chris, and I'm a black sheep because I'm that guy who spills a fine mall deck. Black Sheep Radio with Ben McVie and Chris Brown. Join the conversation at BSR Podcast on Facebook and at Radio underscore Sheep on Instagram and Twitter. I have had all night long by Lionel Richie stuck in my head for the entire week. Here we are. It is what, Tuesday, June 4th? Yeah. Okay. And I have had this song stuck in my head since yesterday morning, and I don't know why. It wasn't on the radio. <laughs> wasn't anywhere. Just showed up. Mm. That's the worst, eh? It's, it's the worst. That's a that's an exceptionally catchy song too. It's easy to get that one stuck in your head. Yeah, it's catchy, so f- catchy, but not good. Mm. Well, I suppose it's okay. Well, if you hear a song long enough, it it ceases to become good. I think you know, especially if you're hearing it in your head. I said. Everyone you meet, they're jamming in the street all night long. <laughs> and somebody right now is listening to this going, asshole, because it's going to be stuck in theirs. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I've, what, um, you, I've got like some, I don't even know the name of the song, but it's like. How's it go? What if I were me? What was it? What is it? I, I finally forgot it. I don't want to push it too much. No, it's like, push what it. if we were Get it, it back like, in your head. It's like if I'm c- suffering with All Night Long by Lionel Richie, Chris Brown, you can suffer with whatever it was you had stuck in your head. <laughs> and by the way, it's Black Sheep Radio. I'm Ben. There's Chris. Hello. Um, we're on episode 10, too. Uh, on episode 10. Which is pretty cool. Our DECA episode. Yeah. But to go back to the earworm thing, yeah. um, I don't really want to try to remember this song because it was been, it's been in my head for the last five days, but I'm not going to leave you empty handed. There was one time um, where I went camping with my sister and uh-huh. some of her friends. Uh-huh. Probably, it was, it was quite a while ago. You First do understand when you recall the earworm, it becomes yeah. the earworm again. Right? Yeah. Like oh, it's yeah. a regener- uh, regenerative sort of thing. I think with this one, though, it's it's kind of like chicken pox. Like, since I've already gotten it, like, I don't think I like can physically get it again. Oh, okay. um, That's what I'm hoping. Okay. But uh, this one was... This it, isn't like herpes, where it just stays with you for life. <laughs> you get flare-ups. <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> Um, I, I hope not. Um, definitely. It's um, about to happen to you. As soon as you mention it. At le- I, I hope there's a cream at least. You're, you're going to, um, yeah, yes, go ahead. <laughs> but this one was, it was the summer of that Bedouin sound clash. Um, when the night feels my song. And, when the yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. And 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 uh, so so me and my cousin Greg were camping with my with my sister. I don't even know if I've ever told her this part of the story, but there was somebody that w- that was along one of her friends. I, I don't know who he is. Uh, I can't remember his name. It was that long ago? But he literally ran that song like 15, 20 times a day Curse while we were camping. Songs. It was absurd. Curse those songs. Yeah. Yeah, it makes me physically ill. So we're going to put that up on our Facebook page. Earworms. Uh, earworms, yeah, everybody's got one. It, but your most recent one, because we all suffer from them, right? And rarely, rarely are they good songs. They're, oh, yeah. they're always like, well, it, 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 sure, they're great songs, okay? So the Bedouin Cl- uh, Sound Clash one is okay. Lionel Richie, 
Everyone he has, me, yeah. They're jamming in the street. <laughs> I said, like, it's been stuck in my head for two days and it won't go away. Mm. Like it, it, it kind of moves off into the distance. Yeah. And then the next thing I know, it's back again. It's like herpes. Yeah, exactly. Right? So um, I haven't found a cream for that yet. So what's your most recent earworm is the first thing that will put up, I guess, following the podcast. Yeah, yeah. Because as we get into the weekly three... We've already asked, uh, what was your first car? Yeah. What was your first car? I'm dying to know. <laughs> so I guess it, I guess it kind of, the, the first car that I owned mm. would have been a red Pontiac Grand Am. I believe it was a 2004. Oh, that's a sweet ride. Um, yeah. I mean, it looked, it looked good. It treated me well for sure. Sure. Um, and it, it fell apart in magnificent fashion. <laughs> Um, I, I, yeah, like it, it took me all the way from, from, you know, I think I was driving it in, in all the way through college. It took me to, to Owen sound, my, fr my first job at Owen sound, Okay, uh, made it back to Hamilton. I drove it quite a bit. And then one time, um, I was, I was in the, the, <laughs> the Fortino's parking lot, mm -hmm. um, at, at King and Dundurn. Dundurn, yes. Yeah. And, yep, um, yep, yep. <laughs> and I was, I was trying to back out. So I just got all my groceries at that point. It was probably hot dogs and Tostitos. Okay. Um, and, uh, and I was trying to pull out, like back out of the parking spot. Right. Yeah. So there was a point when I, when I was steering, like to, to pull out of the store, out of the, the parking spot. And my steering wheel locked up. Yep. So it wouldn't, it would only go probably a quarter turn. And obviously you need to make like a full turn to back out of a parking spot. And I, I was really like, like, you know, like giving it to it. And I'm like, all right, well, I, I guess I, I just got to force my way through this. Right. So, so I put all my weight onto the steering wheel to force it to turn. And I heard a thunk and then it turned. I'm like, oh, that's fine then. We're good to go. Right. So, so I'm driving back home. It's not, it's not a far drive. I'm, a, I'm Aberdeen in Dundurn. So that's it's like for people that aren't from Hamilton, it's probably a two minute drive. Yeah. It's not long, you know? So I'm, so I'm driving and I, I, I not really thinking about it, but I, but I'm just going straight down the street or whatever. But then I look down at my steering wheel, I'm going straight, but my steering wheel is at like a 90 degree. <laughs> okay. And that's the only way I could hold it to keep it straight. And that's when I knew it was kind of, it was kind of <laughs> over. That's when you knew? That's when I knew. That's when I knew. <laughs> and what was wrong with it? Do you, do you, um, oh, buddy. I, I think... Uh, the whole when, assembly. When, yeah, like, like it rusted out. Like the whole steering column right. completely rusted out. Okay. I, I don't even know how I drove it. And even worse was that my <laughs> my emergency lights had died like like a year before that. So I didn't even have emergency lights to alert people that I was driving a complete fucking menace to society. My first car was a 1980 Chevette. Ooh, is that good? I don't a Chevy Chevette. Do you, are you aware of the Chevy Chevette? I'm not a car person. No. Okay. Well, neither am I. Mm. Um, I don't think you need to be a car person to know that the Chevy Chevette is a legendary piece of shit. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a lawnmower basically. <laughs> uh, but, uh, mine was, um, you know, you know how like shifters, right? So shifters came along where you had to like push the button in to move the gear shift, right? Sure. Like that still exists. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, mine, um, the handle, the, the, the top of the gear shift fell off. And for some reason, it didn't make a difference. I could still <laughs> throw it into, into drive. Wow. Actually, without starting the car. It was, uh, it was legendary. And I moved um, railway ties with my Chevy Chevette. 
uh, I did everything with my Chevy Chevette. It mm-hmm. was uh, probably my, I would think, for sentimental reasons, my favorite car. I feel like everybody's favorite car is the first. Is one their that first they drive. car, right? Yeah, it's the first one you own. It, it's it's funny. Like I mean, you can you can have you you can you can be well off and 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 build up a, a collection of 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 fa- of like muscle cars if you want. But but the, the, the when people talk about their first car, it seems like they really get all wistful and teary eyed. You know. And you and I are doing so much worse than some of the people who have commented on our Facebook page. <laughs> I'm sure. Uh, Anthony de Cesar had a 1985 Ford Mustang GT 5.0. Oh, that's my buddy from college. Bought it in high school when I was 15, built it in an auto shop as a class project, raced it, won, sold it for college. You lucky bastard. Yeah, he's a he's a big Mustang freak. That guy's that guy's a he's he knows his he knows his whips, that's for sure. Patty VW, mm. our good friend Patty. A 1967 Mercury Montego, turquoise and chrome everything, paid $75 for it in 1981, never got to drive it. Oh. Put in a new stereo, sat in the driveway, listened to music till the battery died. Wow. That's, uh, that's a crazy story. Right? Yeah. Uh, Chrissy Robs, a 2000 Chrysler Cirrus, no reverse, no heat. <laughs> 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 but 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 here's the thing like you just said she f- closes it with still the best car i ever had yeah like there's something about that i love i love this one um mike pont 1978 chrysler cordoba with the cordoba corinthian with, leather do you know are you aware of the ricardo montalban <laughs> no Comer- oh no. no this no. came out like in the late 70s and the cordoba had <laughs> fine corinthian oh, leather <laughs> We'll post the link on our Facebook page for that, too. That commercial, if you go on YouTube right now, is right there. I know my own needs. And what I need from an automobile, I know I get from this new Cordoba. I could ask for nothing beyond the quality of Cordoba's workmanship, the tastefulness of its appearance. I request nothing beyond the thickly cushioned luxury of seats available even in soft Corinthian leather. The Chrysler Cordoba <laughs> fine Corinthian leather. So I don't know if he's just joking. Which is basically a shitty vinyl. Oh, it, it is really it? Is. Yeah. Argo Mike, a 70 Ford, uh, 74 Ford Pinto wagon. <laughs> Do you know about the Ford Pinto? No, I don't. The Ford Pinto had this uh, thing going on where people would, if they rear-ended your car... It would explode. What? <laughs> no, I'm not kidding. Holy shit. Yeah, man. Uh, the, the gas tank would somehow shove itself forward into the motor oh and, and the car would explode like into flames. Really unsafe. The Ford Pinto. Look it up. Wow. Argo Mike yep. is really, uh, you know, he, he beat the odds on that one. <laughs> he must yeah. be a good driver. Yeah, well, yeah. Not mm-hmm. yeah. Not it's a good bad. one to learn on though. There's no risk. Not no, bad not enough. no risk. There's there's high risk. Like you gotta you gotta make sure that you don't get any fender benders. You might fucking get shot off to Mars. And Martin Schaefer, nineteen seventy four Volkswagen Beetle. That's a good one. Dude. That's Are you a, kidding? That's a good one. I had a friend named Tom in high school. His first vehicle was a VW van, and for some reason that got that got him laid a lot. <laughs> The V-Dub, 
Yeah. For whatever reason was like, it was kind of hot. Yeah. So we'll keep that going. Uh, the first vehicle you ever owned. And I would wager that 50% of people, I'm going to go with half of people who would answer would say that that was their favorite car that they've ever owned was their first car. And typically, although we've got some sweet rides here, uh, was their favorite and it was a piece of shit. So yeah. um, let us know. The Facebook page uh, obviously is Black Sheep Radio and Twitter and um, Instagram. Radi- That's over ra- to you. Yeah, radio underscore sheep on both of those. There we go. Mm-hmm. Um, it's June 4th as we record this, as we move into item two on the weekly three. Uh, when I got to work this morning uh, at John Bear, I'm now a car salesman as we get out of our conversation about cars. Mm-hmm. Um, I got into work this morning. It was about 10 degrees. 10. It's June 4th. Where's my summer? What's going on? <sighs> What's going on? I don't fare well in the hot weather very well. So, like, I'm not mad at it. Like, I, I, I like this kind of weather. I, oh. Man, I want heat. Yeah. I do. I live for heat. And yeah. I live for like humid, sticky, disgusting, oh. I want to die heat. Oh. I love it. Yeah. I do. I, I like the sweat. I like it when it's uncomfortable. I like it. Uh, what did my uh, Carlos, my buddy Carlos, he had a Portuguese grandmother and she said the weather was very close, mm-hmm. which I thought was a great description of that hot, humid weather. Mm-hmm. The air feels close. Mm, like it's right on top of you. It's, yes, it is covering you. That is, that is nice. I like for me, like I just, I like, I, I know like a month ago as, as happy as I was for it to warm up. Right. Um, I was a you little, call this warming up. Well, well, relative, you know, okay. All right. I mean, it didn't end up warming up as much as it ended up doing, but like a month ago I was thinking, I'm like, Oh, it's great that it's going to be summer and everything. But like, it sucks that I'm going to have to like pack my sweatpants away. But now it seems like, you know, the, the sweatpants season has been extended far too long. Funny, I, I have worn a, I have not worn a pair of shorts. I've got Casper the ghost legs. Yeah. I'm as pale as God can imagine making a white man. And I cannot get outside in shorts. I had a guy come into the dealership today wearing shorts. And I said, man, you are committed. Yeah. And he said, well, the calendar says June, so I'm wearing shorts. Yeah. But you could tell he was uncomfortable. Yeah. It's not warm enough for shorts. No, it's that's, not. No, that's no. silly. Like you're only hurting yourself. Right. You know, you just came over here. It's again, it's June 4th. You're wearing a hoodie. Yeah. That's not right. No, it's definitely, it's definitely not right. Jesus. It should be warmer at this time of year, but I mean, I, I don't really know what this summer is going to look like. like. I mean, August of last year was a fucking death trap. But you found something today that says that uh, due to climate change, we're all cooked by 2050. <sighs> Yeah, and me I mean that, like, I mean, we're cooked, right? Well, let me like, let me we, pull we it are up. Gonna, it, we are going to bake ourselves. Like, I don't know how many people have 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 the, how many like I subscribe to you know the existential crisis news. Apparently, okay. So, so this so this <laughs> so this came across my. This was on the front page this morning. All news is existential yeah. crisis news. Yeah, but, nowadays, um, right? So this is from the New York Post. Um, a, a harrowing new climate change report warns we may be on the way to extinction, claiming there's a high likelihood hu- of, that human civilization will come to an end by 2050 unless action is taken on greenhouse gas emissions. We'll roast ourselves by then. 
Yeah. So the the dire paper, yes. which predicts a biblical-like scenario of devastating floods, drought, famine, and a breakdown in international order, has been endorsed by the former chief of Australia's military. The analysis, published May 30th by Australian think tank, the Breakthrough National Center for Climate Restoration, calls for a new approach to climate change and paints a bleak picture of the world in 30 years if nothing is done to combat greenhouse gas emissions. Now, we discussed this very briefly before we got uh, to recording Black Sheep Radio. Episode 10, DECA episode. So cool, yeah. Right? Uh, and I love this idea that you have. Mm. Everybody's got their personal bucket list. Mm-hmm. But what about a civilization bucket list? Yeah. Like I'm sure sometime back in 1920, someone said, geez, within my lifetime, I hope somebody lands on the moon. I hope we get our first color photograph of planet Earth from space, which mm-hmm. by the way happened on December 1st, 1959. Uh, More on that coming up. Yeah. But, uh, you know, uh, yeah, I I would think that it's a bit of a challenge. Like, if if you think about it, what would you like to see humanity accomplish by then? It's really, it's like, it's it's really hard to wrap your head around it because it's like, how could you predict something that you can't even, you can't even comprehend Mm. at this point because it doesn't exist right now? Mm -hmm. I feel like man on Mars would be a big one. Okay. I think uh, for me, like I, there's actually a lot of whispers right now about um, uh, like, like UFOs and about there's like a lot of unreleased footage being released to the public right now. I would like actual confirmation that, that, that UFOs first and, and contact. aliens actually exists. Yeah. Like first, first contact. There's a lot. There's like a lot. I of, want an alien on, uh, in a press conference. <laughs> I have landed here. Yeah. Hello, we yeah. exist. Yeah, us, just a bunch of people like fucking. I, I I can picture it right now. You have like, like the the alien sitting at like a press conference desk, and Steve Simmons, the Toronto reporter, sitting across from sure. him, asking him like, "Oh, um, so like we eat peanut butter sandwiches here? Like, what's the equivalent of a peanut butter sandwich from whatever planet that you're butters from? for assholes? Peanut butter, peanut butter's for assholes. Jesus, have you no shame? But, no, I I have no shame. Peanut butter is for assholes. Yeah, and ketchup. Yeah, both. What else? Water, oh. <laughs> air. Peanut butter and air are not <laughs> peanut butter, or are not it, it, peanut butter and water are not. No, no. I'm, I'm, I'll tell you what. If yes. they if 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 they discovered that there were peanut butter deposits on Mars. If they found that out, like we would be like, I, I would make it there within inside of 30 years. I would invite everybody who loves peanut butter to move to Mars so you can <laughs> get it off my planet. Evil. <laughs> what, about, what about you? Is there anything that the you would like to see? civilization bucket list? Yeah, like is there anything that you would like to see? I mean, flying cars is one that like we, we were promised. That'd be uh, kind of cool. Yeah. That'd be kind of cool. Uh... I mean, you know, time the travel. Whole, yeah, that'd be a good one. Yeah, the civilization bucket list. I mean, you know, it's easy to sit back and go, "Well, no war would be nice, and no famine would be nice." Those are obvious ones for all of us. We have more. We have a more higher likelihood of getting time travel than we do uh, world peace. Probably. Yeah. Although I don't know if I'd want time travel. I would say I'm going to go with ass enhancing genes for men. <laughs> like Lulu's, but for a guy. Uh, yeah, but for a guy, I could use that as a forty-eight-year-old man with a brick wall of an ass. <laughs> I would, I would just like to see something that makes me look like I got some junk in the trunk. <laughs> yeah, I've got no ass either. Um, yeah, 
Yeah. See, my, I have very simple needs. Yeah. Well, People you, can continue to starve and die of cancer. That's fine. Just give me an ass. You could like, I mean, actually though, <laughs> like you could get like, you could get like a fake ass. <laughs> Sure. I couldn't even. I couldn't even. I couldn't even get through that. The fake prosthetic I don't know if they, ass. I don't know if they do fake asses for. They must do fake asses for guys. I would think so. Yeah, I would think so. We'll have to look into that for episode eleven. Oh God, I'm afraid to Google the that one. Prosthetic. Yeah, I don't know if you should Google that. Don't do that at work. <laughs> Definitely not. What would you put on your civilization if we only if we, and make it realistic and don't state the obvious. But it, we'll put that on our Facebook page as well. Yeah. Civilization as human civilization, humankind. What about what we about have thirty years left? What's on your bucket list? A Leaf Stanley Cup? Is that too much to ask uh, for? That's uh, I. I'm getting an ass before the Leafs get a cup. <laughs> I'll tell you. What, what else you got? <laughs> Let's move to item three. Sure. On the weekly three, because we still have a lot to go, like through the podcast. It's yeah. our DECA episode. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and we, 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 we were unable to record our, our last one. So. Right. We've, we've, we've got to. We had to take a week off. Yeah. Um, which was sort of car related for me again. But mm-hmm. let, let's move on from that. Sure. All right. Um, let's move on to something simply called. This is item three on the weekly three. Stupid shit. Stupid shit. That you just do because somebody suggests hey, you got to try this. And you think to yourself, um, probably not a good idea, but you wind up doing it anyway and you pay for it and it's about to happen to you. Yeah. It's about to happen to me. I ran my mouth today. Um, yeah, that sounds, yeah. We, 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 we mentioned in our very first podcast, which has yet to be released. No, I think we, was it? I think it was our second episode. Yeah. I think it was our second episode. Mentioned the flashbang. The flashbang. That was it. I just, I went through my fridge. I I think Amanda, my wife might've thrown it out. Mm, Fair enough. That stuff belonged in an industrial landfill. (laughs) It did. It was, it was nuclear. Okay. Mm. But I do have a number of hot sauces. Mm. I am a fan of hot sauce. Okay. So the flashbang, the first time I tried it was stupid shit. It was like, okay, here's the deal. Um, I can't find the flashbang, um, but I do have something called ass in the tub. Ugh. Um, it is ghost pepper sauce. You know what? Like we should do this on Facebook Live before we, yeah. we, before we get to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you down? Yeah, go for okay, it. Okay, let me yeah. let me see if I can. So we're gonna hit start live video now. Here we go. And we are on. Are now, we on? Did I, they do a countdown I, I, or something? I, okay, we're live now. Okay, we are now live. Uh, hey, it's Ben McVie. Hey, Chris Brown. Uh, we are Black Sheep Radio, and we're just hitting uh, item three on our weekly three, yeah. which we've entitled Stupid Shit. Stupid Shit. Dumb yeah, Shit. Just Dumb Shit. Yeah. Why? What was I thinking? Yeah, so we, 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 we got into a brief discussion about like dumb shit that people do, sure. and and Ben kind of held me to account on kind of, I, I, I told you, him you that I'm a, I'm a hot that, sauce guy. Yeah. You like spicy stuff. Yeah. I, so here yeah. we have, uh, I hope you can see that. What's ass, that called? It's called ass in the tub. Oh Jesus. All right. So what we're going to do, uh, I've got my spoon and oh, believe I me, I know we're going to suffer here. I know Yeah. you're not really aware 
of what's about to happen. No. So what, no. what, what blissfully Chris, ignorant, Chris, what do you feel, I like to call it. What do you feel comfortable with? This is being recorded for the well, podcast what are you do? as well. Like, what are you doing? We're going to do the same amount. All right. So I'm going to do. I mean, I'll do more if. No, no, no. You know. Well, no. If Hey, you want to do stupid shit. You do yeah. stupid shit. Okay. So there, there we go. I'm putting that much, which yeah. is, um, I don't know if you can see that. That's about six drops going into the spoon right now of ass in the tub. Ass sauce in the tub. Do you have more than one tub in this uh, place? No, I just have one bathroom. Oh, man. I hope it's, We're at I Casa McVie. I hope it's big enough for the both of us. A little bit more. Here, yeah, look I'm at fine. mine. Yeah, look at mine. Yeah, that's good. I'm okay. just. I just don't want to. You know. By the way, hi everybody. If yeah, you're how's out it going? Oh, Patty's right there. So we so we decided to. Patty's go- watching right now. She's she's gonna watch you suffer. So we decided we were gonna just do this on the podcast, and we decided it probably would be a good idea sure. to do give a visual, absolutely indicator. You know, sure. Fuck. Is so that enough? <laughs> okay. So the no, way we do enough. this you is, we're, 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 yeah, I do have more. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So the way we're gonna do this is y- you oh, flip God. the spoon directly onto the tongue. Oh. And you gotta let it hang for a second. So, so it's it's. This it's, isn't just a quick swallow. You got you gotta let. So it smells like it's kind of barbecuey. Uh huh. Um, right. It's kind of barbecuey, but barbecue-y. like it also, like mm-hmm. it also um, is dealing with my nose hair okay. issue right now. So all right. Uh, who else have we got on here? Rachel, Rachel Matthews. Rachel is watching hey guys. as well. So is Linda. Hi, Linda. Okay, so just to just to reiterate for the people that are just joining us, we um, we're about to eat some really hot hot sauce. This and, is ass and in the tub ghost pepper sauce. This is segment three of the weekly three stupid shit. Yeah. Why did I do this? Hi, Marnie. You ready? Yeah. Okay. All right. Cheers, buddy. Cheers, my friend. Oh God. Oh God. Let it linger for a second. Oh. Yeah. Oh. See it 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 it, it builds. It's like Yes. <clears throat> You're really making dry. gurgly noises. Yeah. You're um, a little dry. It's like dry it's yeah, it's it's fi- oh god. I can't even You know what would be you know what would be even stupider? Is to do this a second time. (laughs) (laughs) That sure would be dumber, Ben. (laughs) Sure sure would be stupid, Ben. But this is why we call this segment stupid shit. So, okay, because this is our 10th episode on Black Sheep Radio. Don't tell me we're doing this 10 times. Chris and I are going to do a second (laughs) dose of of ass in the tub hot sauce. Cheers, everyone, and thank you for watching, and thank you for listening. Cheers. Here we go. Yep. Oh, God. See, that was really stupid shit. See, that was really, really exceptionally stupid shit. It's hotter, like, the longer it stays in the mouth. Yeah, it kind of... And there's, like, chunks in it. Yeah, there's... Yeah. There's... Oh... I think that might be one of your molars. <laughs> <laughs> that might be one of your teeth. I'm it's not sure. It's debris from my my wearing my 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 wearing away tonsils. So um, let us know in the com. You all right. Let us know in the comments below. Stupid shit that you've done before because somebody just said, "Hey, you know, it'd be a good idea," and you went and did it, and then you all right. 
Oh, I don't know. And the, it's too it's too early to you're tell. You're rinsing it out with red wine. Yes, yeah. that's, that's uh, yeah, yeah, probably <sighs> stupider shit. Anyway, okay. that is our Facebook Live portion of the podcast. Yeah. All right. Thanks for listening. Episode Ugh. ten. You all right? Yeah. I don't know. He's we'll not see. All right. I'm I'm sweating through my hat right now. Wow. That's okay. Okay. See you. See you soon. From the people that brought you famine and sadness comes a new hot sauce. Ass in the tub for when your stomach feels way too good. Ass in the tub. Available on Amazon. Oh my god. It's warm. Oh. <laughs> so we just ended the Facebook Live and I'm in recovery mode right now. Yeah. Woo! There's uh, still some ass in the tub on the table. Okay. Ass in the tub on the table. Ass in the tub on the table. That'll Stupid be the name shit. of the episode for sure. Can you think of? Can you think Ooh. of anything else that somebody has said? You know what you should do, and you've done it. Where you really, sh- my eyes are watering. Where you really oh, shouldn't have done it. Mm. Well, I I don't know. My memory's kind of bad, but I think I recall somebody saying we should take a second shot of fucking hot sauce. Okay. <laughs> Dude, my glasses are steaming up. I'm not kidding. Oh yeah, like I'm like I'm I'm sweating. Okay. That was fucked up. All right. This is really hot. Name one Jesus. stupid thing that's up on the Black Sheep Radio Facebook page. One stupid thing that somebody said, "Hey, you know what? We should do this." And you went ahead and did it, and then afterwards, you knew it was a bad idea, but you did it anyway. Yeah. So here so here's a good one. When okay. I was in grade, don't wipe your eyes by the way, mm-hmm. and don't whatever you do. Don't touch your balls. Mm-hmm. Don't. Now that you've had your fingers on the sauce. Easier said than done. Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> Duly noted. All right. Uh, um, yeah, there, there was one time in, in, in grade, there was one time in grade seven where um, I bought a bunch of glass fart bombs. Okay. And brought them to school. What are glass fart bombs? So, you, uh, you, bombs you, so, a, far, so a fart bomb. Have you seen the pellet? Like, do you know the different kinds of fart bombs? No. I, uh, okay. Yeah, okay. I'm new to this world. <laughs> you didn't know about the 80s Chevette. Yeah. I don't know yeah. about the glass well, fart Well, I know bomb. about meaningful things like fart bombs. Okay. So. <laughs> the Chevette um, should have been called the fart bomb, by yeah. the way. So <laughs> we're, we're, it's all coming together. So should my have my 2004 Grand Am. There you go. For entirely different reasons. There you go. But, um. So there are two, there are two types of fart bombs. One of them is like this little pouch. You're still in some distress. Oh, yeah. You're really hard. you're really in some distress over the hot sauce. <laughs> it still burns. <laughs> yes. Okay. Um, so uh, they have these pouches. It's like this little plastic pouch, and basically you you break it almost like a kind of like a like a like a, an ice pack. You okay. know, like those removable ice packs where yeah, you break yeah, yeah. the seal and it mixes and right. it causes a fart bomb or whatever. Yeah. Um, like the little hot things too that you hot pockets. Yeah, or exactly. You throw in your gloves yeah. or yeah, exactly. Shoes. Okay, so gotcha. they have fart bombs that are like those, and those are okay. But the ones that I ended up finding, I got a, those? I had, I knew a guy, and I got oh these, <laughs> I got these little ones that are like these little glass capsules. Okay, and it's essentially just a little piece of glass with like a concentrate, like a sulfur concentrate, okay. filled with a sulfur, and they were they were absurdly powerful. So I brought them to school one day, naturally, right? I was of course. What, tw- 12 years old or some shit. Hey, we called this stupid shit. Yeah, because I went to show them. I had no intention of using them, I swear. Yep. He's going for the water again. Mm. 
he's really he's bad. You're burning up. Yeah, it's bad. Okay. <laughs> so, so um, <laughs> we um, I, so I, I brought them and I was showing I was showing my friends and like, yo, you should you you should drop one right now in class. I took some persuading, you know, but eventually, like I did, you know, and they're like, yo, like my my boys in in, in elementary school. They, um, they're like, I'll make, we'll make a distraction. We'll make chaos in this class so they don't hear the smash and they don't know it's you. And they did. They came through. They were like smashing chairs. It was crazy. It was, I don't know who that teacher was, but okay. they had no control whatsoever of that class. And I ended up throwing the fart, fart bomb. And uh, it, I was in a small, like two-story uh, elementary school, uh, really small. And the entire first floor had to be evacuated. Uh, Jesus, and, and, and the second floor started calling, making phone calls to the office to figure out what was up within like, I don't know, now, a couple did you, minutes. Did you get caught? I got caught. No, yeah. You did. But I got caught and, and it's important to note, um, uh, that I was never, I was never ratted out. I actually volunteer. I, I turned myself in. Right. And I turned myself in because it looked as though my friends were a lot. Everyone was about to get punished alongside me because they weren't. That's what the, the teachers were saying. Sorry, I'm just no, I'm, okay. I'm looking at our Facebook live. Video yeah, it's OK. People who are commenting yeah. on the hot sauce because yeah. you're still suffering. So but, no. but go ahead, please. My tongue feels like sandpaper right now. Yes. But I, I, I essentially got suspended uh, for three days. Uh, I, I went home. I told my dad um, that I, <laughs> I remember telling him I got suspended. He's like, what for? And I said, I, I, I broke a, a fart bomb uh, and it evacuated the first floor. And he just laughed and he thought it was hilarious. And that was the end of it. They just knew that I knew that I fucked up, you know? Right. There was yeah, no yeah, punishment yeah. necessary. Oh, good. You know, I never really got into trouble. So this was like the only time I ever got into like any serious trouble with school or whatever. So they just kind of laughed it off and, and not really laughed it off. I, I'm sure that my mom was probably pissed, but it, it was funny. Like, it's pretty funny, but it was dumb. Uh, it, just like that hot sauce just was. And honestly, I am oh, yeah. sweating profusely. Yeah, it's, it's, it's bad news. And the sniffles. What right? about you? Have you done any dumb shit? Uh, <laughs> Dude, this is my middle name. <laughs> <laughs> dumb shit is my middle name. Uh Yes, I have done a lot of dumb shit. Um, do some donuts out in the parking lot was probably my number one. My mom had a 97 Pontiac Sunfire that she had owned for two weeks. And she let me take it out for a night with my friends. And my buddy owned uh, a, a, an establishment <laughs> in Niagara Falls. Yeah. How old are you? Uh, so, I, well, it's 1997. So at this point, I'm what, 26? Cool. And old enough to know. Old enough to know <laughs> that I shouldn't do this, right? Old right? Like you're old enough to know you shouldn't have done two shots of the yes. hot sauce, oh. right? Yes. Okay. So, uh, so do some donuts out in the parking lot. So it's my mom's 91 Sunfire, uh, or 97 Sunfire, and it's a virtually brand new car. And they had done some construction out in the parking lot that nobody told me about. Mm -hmm. And I oh, mean, no. considerable oh, construction, no. as in they dug up uh, this little sort of um, electronic transmitter building. Oof. And there's a giant crater. Holy. That's about the size of the table we're sitting at times two like oh. it, it it's big it's like a so that would be so like this 10 table by, 10 by 10 yeah 10 by 10 that's you yeah yeah 
So I started to do donuts, and the next thing I knew, um, I was nose down, like at almost a 90-degree angle, pointing straight down into the ground in this brand-new Pontiac Sunfire. Oh, no. Luckily, a tow truck uh, came came by and, and was able to drag it out without showing too much visible damage oh. but for the and I've, I've confessed this to my mom uh, a few years back I, I finally fessed up to this because she always wondered why she was driving for the next week or so Jesus it's like I'm driving on gravel all this I can, <laughs> I can hear like rocks chipping <laughs> off the bottom of the car what, what's going on I don't know mom must have been a lemon I don't know mom I have no idea but um Ooh. yeah so I, I drove it and I drove my mom's car into a crater holy shit is basically what I did I can't believe it still was able to run uh, that's incredible. Me neither, man. Like, you have no idea the fear I felt I bet. At, at that moment. Did you, did My mother's a scary woman. Huh. She, yes, she inspires fear to me, yeah. in me to this day. So. Yeah. Um, yeah, so uh, I'll, I'll list that at probably, of the ones I'm willing to confess to, top of the pop. <laughs> Fair enough. Top of Fair the pops. Um, so that's the weekly three. Weekly, that was a good one. Yeah, that was all right. I'm First certain, cars. I'm certain to survive the 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 hot sauce civilization bucket list yeah and stupid shit yeah which honestly i'm i'm still feeling mm. that um that's that's hot yeah my tongue is is on fire right now ass in the tub by the way check it out from the people that brought you pestilence and sorrow comes a new hot sauce ass in the tub for those times when you're thinking you know what I want to feel like shit for the next couple days. Ass in the Tub. Available on Amazon. I got to find that flashbang. That's fine. It's I, somewhere in the kitchen. Yeah. I've got some I've got some good shit at my place too. Oh, yeah? For sure. We could we could do that. So maybe maybe another a couple episodes down the line we could do another one. <laughs> but definitely not the next one. No, definitely not the next yeah, one. All right, yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um let's move on to um, some housekeeping, I guess, some things that we need to take care of. Sure. Yeah, sure. Um, Paul Morris, a very good friend of mine, uh, his birthday was a couple of days ago, and he had mentioned some other people uh, like Ian Curtis who were born same day as he was. And it got me to thinking like, oh, wow, yeah, no, I know of right off the top of my head, only because I've looked on my birthdays past December 1st, other people that were born on the day I was born, on December 1st. And in one case, Sarah Silverman was born the exact same day, December 1st, 1970, cool. that I was born. Kind of cool, yeah. Uh, also on the list, Sarah Silverman, Red Fox, Bette Midler, Richard Pryor, Woody Allen. Mm. So you're getting sort of, company. sort of comedic. Yeah. Right? That's, like yeah. great entertainers. Well, and then Pablo Escobar, mm. yeah. born on the same day as me. Yeah, that's that's amazing. I like you're like, March 10th. I'm March 10th, 1987. And who have you got? Um, I got some good ones. Um, I've got uh, Chuck Norris, okay. which I was actually kind of shocked that he even had a birth date. Like I thought he just kind of materialized Dude, I, when the aliens showed uh, show up on our civil uh, civilization <laughs> bucket list. Yeah, they're dropping off Chuck Norris. Yeah, well, they all they over. Sh- again. Yeah, like if if we have to like if they. If the aliens like appear 
just at like at, like at the atmosphere, like the the and we need to send right. like a convoy to the aliens exactly. to like meet with them. Yes. Chuck Norris should be on that convoy. Chuck Norris will be a part of their convoy, sir. <laughs> Chuck Norris is not a part of this world. He is a part of theirs. <laughs> yeah, he is a part exactly. of a superior race. It's the only reason they're they're coming to Earth is to get like is, like like self defense tips from Chuck Norris. Exa- well, they're coming back to drop him off again because obviously we fucked up our. <laughs> first Chuck Norris experience. Yeah. We did not take advantage of him. No. If Donald Trump's president, why the fuck wasn't Chuck Norris president? Yeah, it's right? crazy. Yeah. So maybe we get another go around with Chuck Norris. Yeah, so uh, other ones I, I have March, some, March 10th. March Chuck 10th, Norris. John Hamm. Jo- Yes. <laughs> okay. The madman himself. Yes. Yes. I've um, yes. noticed then, a big, a big swinging dick sort of theme <laughs> to your, your, your birthday, sir. <laughs> and and I think this might continue. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Osama bin Laden. Dude. Yeah. Also on your birthday. On my birthday. March I share 10th. I share a birthday with Osama bin Laden. It's yeah. a great movie waiting to happen. What right Chuck there. Norris Chuck versus- Norris, John Hamm, and Osama bin Laden. Yeah. It yeah. makes for a great like the hangover. Yeah. Yeah. I just I want to watch the three of them hang out in Vegas for the weekend. Oh man. You're still hurting from the it's, hot sauce. It's made its way down. It's, it's, it's really. It's, ma- it's actually made its way down. It's, so now I'm I'm actually feeling it like in my stomach Chris, now. Like Chris is making it's gestures crazy. like. Ugh. No, it's, it's, it's. I don't know if you just heard that just now, yeah, but no. you just made a noise. I'm looking at some other comments on our Facebook page here from uh, Dana Dachin, Wayne Gretzky. Ooh. Dana lives in the Paris, gr- so she's just down the road from Brantford. The great birthday. The great birthday. Uh, Greg Hine, Courtney Cox. Uh, Sheila Graham Peters, Tommy Lee. Wow. Uh, Wendy Wolf, Megan Trainer. She's all about the bass. Mm-hmm. Uh, Marnie Parliament, good friend of mine from high school. The Fonz. Yeah. I'm claiming that all day long. The Fonz. I, it, hell's yeah. It's one of the greatest television characters ever made. If I'm born on the same day as Her- Henry Winkler, I'm claiming that all day long. Yeah. Uh, Tim Balduke, my good buddy from Buffalo, a good friend of Carrie's, uh, Elvis. Holy Jesus. Now, look at this day, mm. okay? And now, I, I don't know what uh, day uh, Tim's birthday is, but on the same day, Elvis Presley, David Bowie, oh. Stephen Hawking, R. Kelly, and Kim Jong-un. <laughs> <laughs> All on the same day. January 8th. You got that already? January 8th. Uh, Danny Foran, obviously born on the same day as Tim. Elvis, Stephen Hawking, David Bowie. Wow. Uh, Laura Townsend, Lindsay Lohan, Teresa Foran, who listens to the show a lot. She loves it, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she Teresa, we love hearing from you. Yeah, uh, absolutely. She's the same day as uh, Hillary Clinton. And, of course, our go Mike has to point out that he was uh, born on the same day as Joel Rifkin, an American serial killer. Joel <laughs> Because I don't that's, know that's no, nor, a, nor, a, nor do I. I'm a serial killer junkie. Like I like a true. I get like a good really? true crime story. Oh yeah, I was oh, obsessed shit. when I was a kid. I used to watch fucking Saturday Night. I used to watch America's Most Wanted like religiously. Really? Yeah, and it freaked me out, but I still couldn't. And the reenactments were key. That's what made the show so. I never enjoyable. watched that show. America's Most. They always do the so America's Most Wanted. Yeah. They would do, so the idea is all of these people that they would feature on the show were on the loose. Yeah. So like that's, that's just his whole thing. So this guy, John something, um, he, his, he lost his, his kid 
was murdered by like some fucking psychopath. Okay. And he This is dark. Yeah, it's dark, but it's it's got, <laughs> it's got kind of a turn. Like he 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 ended up being the host of a TV show okay. that featured all these people that are on the run. It was a TV show basically like they would do composite sketches and they put like a lot of really dangerous people in jail because of this TV show. Hey, I remember he made the show. It, yeah, I just, he, I didn't, he I made it his life's it. work to like show people like it was a na- it was on Fox and it was a nationally televised show. Oh, it was massive. Yeah. Yeah. And he put a lot of people in jail and he's like, you know what? Like my daughter's life is not going to be in vain. And, and I don't think as many people would have been caught on America's Most Wanted had that guy not been narrating the show. Yeah. Yeah. Because he kind of compelled you to call the cops. Oh, yeah, because it was just genuine, you know? Yeah. He just really was, like, he was all in. It was crazy. I'm just looking at something that you posted up earlier. Bad yeah. ESR's back on the mic tonight. Mount Everest traffic jams. The Raptors making yep. a series of it. Trump hops the pond. And Jurassic Park Hamilton, which is kind of a Raptors thing. Cops call CM. Co- they're, That's, they're watching games down at First Ontario Center. Now First Ontario yeah, Center. Yeah, for yes. sure. This is the first time I'll say this quickly about the Raptors because I don't watch them religiously. My brother-in-law, who's just down the hallway here at the McVie household, is hardcore basketball fan and is all over this, watches it like nobody's business. But it's the non-basketball fans that are blowing my mind. People who never have watched basketball in their lives are all over this. Kind of like the Jays in the early 90s when they went to the World Series a couple times. My grandmother, my nana, had, who's now long gone, but she had never watched baseball in her life. You could not pull her away from the TV. Yeah. This is a big deal. Yeah, it's... it's um well, I, I don't watch basketball on a regular basis. It's not something that I ever grew up with. Like, but you're ever. caught up in it? I love it. Okay. I love it. I'm I'm. It's scheduled programming for me. The only thing that's frustrating me about watching these games, and I've I you know I I kind of joined Ryan the other night watching the game, is the last sixty seconds on the game clock takes as long as the forty seven minutes yep. that precede it. I think what's lost in in and it's it's the reason why a lot of hardcore basketball fans are obsessed with it. Um, is basketball is a real chess match. It's 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 a it's a lot more it's it's a lot more strategic and calculated than it appears when you're watching it. it yeah, as a and casual fan, I'm just like, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Throw, throw it and throw it in the basket. Yeah, and, and, and the more not a whole lot to it. To yeah, me. but it's more. It's it's a lot more, and it and it really it really shows the sophistication of the game when it gets down to like the last two minutes. So I'm, it's just, there's, there's things that I don't understand about basketball. That's hard for me to kind of wrap my head around, but me too. Fouls. Then, I don't really understand. I, know, I don't understand the foul. Yeah. I, I, I don't get any of it. And maybe that's why I'm not so involved. Mm-hmm. In Tell me about the Mount Everest traffic jam. What's yeah. this? Yeah. So, um, Mount Everest, uh, basically they, they, uh, f- from what I understand, is they opened up so so I think you need to get like some sort of uh, certificate to to be able to actually climb Mount Buddy, Everest. Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, you need a whole lot of yeah. permits and and, yeah. and so on and so forth before they even let you give it a shot. Yeah. So this year the government actually increased the amount of of permits that they were distributing to to climbers. Okay. And and what happened was it it legitimately so they they have they had there's an area of Mount Everest like of the the the. The ascent. Ascent. Yes. uh, Called um, like the death zone. 
Uh, yeah. Okay. Right? I think it's, I've seen this. Yeah. Right. Like and, in, in a documentary or whatever. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. it's called the death zone, and it's okay. like you have to literally like you have that's the the last part before you get to the top. There was a traffic jam on the death zone because they over they over issue these people were dying. Crazy. And I mean, have you like ever gone online and see, you see pictures of people who have been like are are dead and are on the face of Mount Everest because they didn't make it. Yeah, and they and they can't remove them, right? Because because it's like yeah, you're, it, no, you're not going anywhere. Yeah, no, you're you're, you're there. You're twenty seven thousand yeah. feet up in the air. Yeah, the, the the people that die up there stay there. They, yeah, you're you're done. That's yeah. that's the it's end of it. Fucked up. So I mean, you know, as as we wrap up uh, Black Sheep Radio episode ten, and you and I just did a segment called Stupid Shit where we ate hot sauce. Mm. You've got to think. You've got to think that as you're ascending Mount Everest. And you're passing by a frozen dead body and you see a crowd ahead of you uh, proceeding is, is some stupid shit. How bad do you need? Well, I don't know. I guess you need to do that. I mean, look, I, I, okay. I can kind of sympathize because it's 29,000 some odd feet, right? If I get to 27, I am not fucking turning around. Uh, Like I'm not going back home. Yeah. If there's a crowd here, I'll just wait for you. I'm good. I'm cool. I just need to get to the top at mm-hmm. this point. Yeah, like for me, like I can't comprehend the I just don't understand the risk. Like I just I like You're like four miles in the air. But I wouldn't like okay, so okay. The average so, airplane flies at what, thirty two, thirty three thousand feet. Yeah. Mount Everest is twenty nine thousand feet. That's crazy. You're up in the air as high as an airplane. Think about looking up from the ground at an airplane and you're that high up. I get like I get the mindset of being up there and being like, Well, I'm here, I might as well go to the top. But I just don't understand. like like what is the point? I just don't like I like what like for what? Like why are you risking your life to climb a fucking hill? The big like it's just it's it's absurd to me. Go run a marathon. They have they have they have a hundred mi- they have like these Ironman marathons that are like like three marathons True. in a row. You want to push yourself to that? Like why are you risking your life for some bullshit? Like I don't get it. I right. will never understand it. There is a, a fair question. Uh, why would you do a second spoonful of ass in the tub hot sauce? Oh, that's a good question. So peer once, pressure once <laughs> right. <laughs> Yeah, I bet you can't climb Mount Everest. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> uh, that is episode 10 of Black Sheep Radio. Yeah, thanks I think we're so much on. for listening, guys. Um, it, it's been 10 episodes. And uh, and you were saying uh, the other day that most podcasts don't do oh, this many. No, not even most close. Most people give up by yeah. episode two or three. Yeah, not even, not even close. I have like no I, intention of quitting. No, it's too much fun, and we're getting... People are enjoying it, and I'm having too much fun. Doing Me too. It. And I think that's the important thing. Me too. Right? Me too. That we're just, yeah. I'm going to find that flashbang for the next episode. Sure. Don't touch your balls. What you <laughs> Take care, everybody. See ya. This has been another episode of Black Sheep Radio with Ben McVie and Chris Brown. If you liked what you heard, don't forget to follow, rate, review, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.